In this episode of the Unfold the Soul Bless His Heart Leadership Podcast, even in the midst of fear, doubt, and uncertainty, there are times you've got to give your students a reputation to uphold. Girl, he reads from these journals he kept when he was a principal. Uncut and uncensored, putting all his business in the street. The podcast, Bless His Heart. The name, Ken Williams. What a great, great day. It started with a great town meeting that started on time and ended on time. Once again, my kids came through by being a terrific audience during the Reader's Theater presentation. It was definitely one of those times where I acted like I was completely confident in their ability to sit quietly, listen, and enjoy. But actually, I was scared shitless. Of course, I could not and did not let that show. As soon as I lower the bar with regard to our kids, it's all over and I'm paranoid that no one will believe in them. From there, we had a great spelling bee where Casey Chambers, fifth grade, emerged as our Swinner. You see, we were Swint Elementary, the Learning Academy at EJ Swint. Swinner, you see what I did with that? I was excited on several fronts. First, I liked the idea that one of our boys won, because girls typically excel in these areas. Secondly, it was one more forum where they got to show what they could do. I love the environment, the approach, and the attitude. My only disappointment was that the spelling bee was not done in public. Our kids need to see that. They need to see and hear and feel what it is to prepare and pursue a goal. Next year, we'll have it all in the all-purpose room, on the stage with the student body supporting. It was all I could do not to try and give the students everything after they won. I want to show them that hard work pays off, And I want the other kids to also see that hard work has its rewards. Again, it was a great day. All right, let's get to it. My first thought is about the word fearlessness. You see it a lot in motivational circles and inspirational circles, lots of quotes. My friend, uh, international speaker and best-selling author, uh, Valerie Burton, she kind of opened my eyes to this, that there's really no such thing as fearlessness. It's about folks acting in the face of fear, in spite of fear, uh, working around fear. I'm a big disciple of uh, Jack Canfield, and he talks about you know, fear, doubt, and worry is always going to be around. You got to invite fear in, uh, go over to your dining room table and pull out a chair for it, tell it to sit down and then get back to work. And so I'm not going to tell you, like I said in the journal entry, that I wasn't nervous about our kids. Now, I I wasn't just uh, throwing dice blindly either. I mean, we've done some work on, you know, protocols and decorum at public events. But, you know, you're still taking a chance. It it reminds me some of, I'm a big sports fan. And, you know, it's easy to play Monday morning quarterback when the football coach decides to go for it on fourth down with a super risky play that can turn the game around. When it works, it's brilliant. And when it's not, we second guess all day long. And I do the same thing. I mean, I second guess those calls. But a part of me always admires the willingness to go for it. And that's what I felt like we were doing that day. And our kids just, you know, they just leveled up in their 
uh, respect game. I mean, our staff respected it. Our staff felt good about it. They felt more confident because our kids were able to come through and, and make that happen. Regarding the spelling bee, it wasn't done in public because it, it hadn't been done in public. And, you know, with all the things I was dealing with in, in terms of leadership, I didn't get to, you know, change that format in time for the spelling bee. So it kind of happened. But what I did was I wanted to take this opportunity, this kid winning, and try to leverage it as much as possible. And what I remember is somehow or another, I don't know, it was through a parent contact, I don't remember exactly, but at downtown Atlanta has the Peachtree Weston. It's always part of the Atlanta skyline. It's a cylindrical high-rise hotel with a revolving restaurant at the top, much like the old windows on the world, which used to be in the World Trade Center back in New York City where I grew up. And we arranged for our kids to have lunch at this five-star restaurant. And it was just incredible. And one of the things I did, and I did this often during my tenure there, was to leverage it, I told Casey he could invite 10 other kids. Now, the only caveat was I needed two or three of them to be some busters. I needed some busters to see what was possible. And we did that. It was amazing. I had a parent who I knew had some kind of connection with a limousine service. So we shuttled our kids downtown in a beautiful limo. We got to eat at this restaurant. Our kids' minds were blown, uh, not only by the decor, but by the fact that there were two forks and a couple of spoons and a knife and, you know, cotton uh, napkins. It was just an amazing experience that I know that they'll remember forever. And that I found to be, I don't know, really powerful, being able to leverage positive opportunities. You know, so they he earned it. I think we also had like the second and third runner up at the lunch as well. And we ended up taking between 15 and 20 kids downtown. They gave us a really nice discount, top notch service. And it was just just it was just incredible. You know, so my question for you as leaders is, you know, do you take advantage of those opportunities to give your kids a reputation to uphold? Even ones that that involve some risk, you know, give them that reputation to uphold. Because when they come through, it is, it's an opportunity for just an amazing experience, amazing lessons. And um, it's something that I encourage over and over again. We did, that, we did this so many different ways that were uh, authentic, attached to real achievement, not involving any kind of pity or misplaced sympathy or dumbing down of anything. They had to earn it, but when they earned it, we then leveraged it. As always, I would love to hear from you if you've got examples of when you've given students a reputation to uphold, you know, against the odds, or staff. It also works with staff just works with people in general. I would love to hear from you. Please reach out to me at blesshisheartken, K-E-N, at gmail.com. And also, you know, let me know if it's okay to share some of your feedback. Also, I would love to increase the listenership 
to this podcast. If you've got some ways that you know it can be better, I'm open to that feedback. And if you think it's worth the listen and worth your time, please share it with three people. Please just forward the link to three people. I would really, really appreciate it. And if you haven't had a chance yet, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review. In the next episode of the Unfold the Soul, bless his heart leadership podcast, my wife, my biggest cheerleader, my number one fan, hit me with a question that stopped a brother dead in his tracks. Thank you again for listening. Remember, make the choice to make your day great and always keep in mind that when you wake up on the right side of dirt, you playing with house money, baby. You playing with house money. You've been listening to the Unfold the Soul Bless His Heart podcast with Ken Williams. For more information about Ken, visit unfoldthesoul.com.